Hello, hello, another day. So today I wanted to talk about uh, a couple things. One is yesterday I had mentioned that we used to have a 13th Amendment that was not the slavery amendment. And this is something that a lot of sovereign citizens push. And uh, there's a lot of claims out there for um the fact that you know this was fraudulently done and and so forth and i i think that uh with one of the uh people that that has watched the the video on rumble they they had posted some information so i wanted to share this um it turns out that this was not a fraudulent thing the 13th amendment that was barring attorneys from running for office it actually did pass the house and senate it did get its two-thirds majority there um and then the uh states it was around the 1812 war and the states actually didn't all ratify it so it ended up and, and from what i understand i'm going to read a little bit of this to you but uh, from what i understand uh it actually ended up uh, in a situation where we could still ratify that particular amendment if, if we pushed for it, uh, we would need to get the states to ratify it because it's still on the books uh, and it's still a valid uh, past amendment that went through the House and the Senate. So it really is just a matter of the states ratifying it and, and you would have this in the Constitution for the United States. So... Essentially, uh, what we have here, it says the U.S. Constitution has a titles of nobility clause that prohibits the federal government from granting titles of nobility and restrictions for the government officials, essentially what we read yesterday. Um, and it's also known as the emoluments cl clause. Um, and it says here, uh, during the Constitution's ratification, several states proposed amendments that would either forbid Congress from granting consent or would have eliminated with the without the consent of Congress clause because in that clause that we read yesterday, it actually said unless uh, Congress uh, says that it's okay. Um, so they were trying to get that removed. None of that actually ended up in the bill that they ended up ratifying. And, and then it says in the lead up to the War of 1812 with Great, with, uh, Great Britain, uh, there was some anxiety about European influence of the United, on the United States. And uh, that was one of the things that pushed them to do this nobility clause. They were worried about uh, politicians, you know, the Britain having politicians on their, in their pocket and putting them in political offices. Um, so essentially what it came down to is, and in, in this article has got uh, a few uh, quotes here, but it, it essentially lays out the whole process. And, and again, it, it went down to the part that uh, all of the states, it, you know, we needed the three-quarter majority state and just never got it. So, and, and then there was some confusion, and some of the states thought it was approved because it had gone through the House and Senate, and they had added it to their constitution, but it actually never got ratified. So that, that was that story. Now... The one, the big thing I want to talk about today is the is our biggest problem, and that is fear. Um, we uh, have got to eliminate the fear that we have of the people that we're fighting because we we need to. And when I say fighting, I mean that loosely because 
the the truth of the matter is is that we haven't been fighting we we are ignorant and as such we go through life thinking that other people have power over us when they really don't and and i want to kind of harken back to the days of slavery in in the the sense that you used to have plantations that had 10 times more slaves on them than they had uh, slave masters and yet the slaves never actually raised up and did anything about the situation and and that all came down to a, a mental beatdown that had happened with these slaves and convincing them that there was nothing they could do about their situation that the the powers that be had total control and any attempt to fight back was was going to end up in their death or in in you know severe pain and so because of that mental beatdown, the, the people just, they never stood up. And, and you look back from your perch and you say, well, you know, that just doesn't make any sense. I would fight back. I wouldn't, I wouldn't take this. And, but the fact is you are taking it. I'm taking it. Everybody's taking it. Um, we, we have all been browbeat to believe that our government is all powerful and that we have no power. And one of the things that we have all got to wake up to is the fact that we have all the power. The government has no power. No government has any power unless you grant that power to them. And that granting is your bowing down and, and being a slave. And whether you think you're tough, whether you think you're white, black, Asian, Mexican, it doesn't make any difference what your race is. If you're bowing down to the system, then you are a slave. There's just no way around it. And if you have debt in their system, you are a slave to their system. And so we've all got to start working toward getting out of debt, getting out of the, you know, the, the situations that are allowing us to be controlled and being free. One of the things that we need to understand in, in this whole campaign is that, is that of contracts. We've, we, the, the way that they get us, the way that they control us is through contracts that most of us don't even understand. When I say the word contract, most people are going to sit here and they're going to think, well, you know, in order for me to be in a contract, I've got to sit down with somebody and I've got to agree that to the terms and conditions of that contract. We have to have a meeting of the minds and, and both understand exactly what is happening. But the fact is there's many different ways to get into a contract. One, one way to get in a contract is, in, in your opinion and mine, is completely nefarious in, in the sense that I could put a benefit out there. Say I built a road and I let people go down this road because it was a faster way to get to where they're going. And I had a contract for you to drive on that road. And I had all kinds of rules and regulations and all kinds of stuff just by you using that road. But I never told you that those that, that contract even existed. But by you using the road and getting a benefit out of that road, you have agreed to whatever contracts I have in the background. And, and that is something that happens to us on a daily basis. When you sign the signature card at your bank, you're actually agreeing to all kinds of contracts on the back. In fact, you are agreeing to a contract with the Federal Reserve, which is a private company, 
and you're agreeing to a contract with them that you never read and didn't even know existed. So contracts are what they use for every element of control that they're, that they're using against us. So you need to understand how these contracts work and what your obligations under these contracts are. And the only way you're going to learn that is by asking questions and by learning. We, and that's one of the main purposes of this podcast and of these videos that I'm putting out is that we have got to start educating ourselves on what the legal system actually is. What is it saying? When, when, when someone says the word person, make them be specific. When, you, when, when a judge says person or an, a, the opposing attorney says a person, make them define exactly what that is. You know, Your Honor, I am, I'm confused. When you say person, there's multiple meanings of that word. What exactly are you trying to say right now? Because questions are probably the most important part of your defense. Don't ever agree to anything. Always just keep asking questions. What, you know, how does this work? Please be more specific. What you're using words that have multiple definitions. What do they mean? And, and starting to, to realize that attorneys are actually not that bright. Attorneys talk in legal jargon. And if you actually were to go look up the words that they're using most of the time when they're talking, they, they don't even mean anything. They're actually, they're talking in circles. And, and if you really want to get the, the, the gist of it, go look up words in the Black's Law Dictionary. These, this is a dictionary that attorneys actually use to define words that they're using in court and in their papers when they're writing papers to each other. Go look up some of these words. They actually, the, the word income is a perfect example. The word income uses the word reserve or, or return. Go look up the definition of return and it uses the word income in its definition along with profit and other words. Go look those up and they actually refer back to a return. So the, there is no definite definition of anything with these people. And once you educate yourself and understand exactly what the game is here, it's all about confusion and keeping you under the idea that you are the slave and you have no power, that they are the ones that are controlling you and they are the ones that are giving you the, the ability to do what you want to do. So as an example, I want to start a business. I feel like I'm, I'm supposed to go get a business license. I'm supposed to go get an EIN number. I'm supposed to go. I'm suppo supposed to go do all kinds of things that they have set the regulations for doing. We need to take control back from all of these systems. We we need to to understand how these contracts are working. Understand that when we go to court, we're not actually in a court. We're actually in an administrative process for a company, and 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 so. Understanding how all of this stuff works is a very important thing that that we've got to have. So it's really, you know, and, and it's one of the reasons that the sovereign citizen movement is actually been labeled as a terrorist organization, 
because people go in, they get half cocked on the idea that, hey, they're, they're treating me as a slave and, and they're taking advantage of me and they're screwing me and the police are involved and the military's involved and, and you end up fighting the system instead of actually working to, to defeat the system. And the system is big, it's powerful, and it will smash you if you wanna go after it by yourself. The only way we're going to take back our power is for all of us to work together and understand what we are up against. They are beating us mentally. We need to get our heads in the right spot and actually understand what is happening. How do we fight back? What are the elements? What are the tools that they're using to, to get control of us? So a, a good example is, you know, there's a huge movement with, especially with the conservatives about supporting the blue or supporting the police officers and supporting the military. People need to understand that the police officers and the military, the, the very first thing that both of those groups do before you can become that thing, before you can become the, the suit you have to be brainwashed. You have to be beat down through boot camp to to understand that your go, your your uh, goal in life is to follow orders, to do what you're told, not to question authority. That's what they're trained to do. And so, when a police officer is given the order to go arrest someone, or to go, you know, harass someone, or to go do anything that, that they're told to do, they're going to go do it. And it's not, I guess what I'm trying to say is that we, we don't need to fight the police. We don't need to fight them in the military. You're, you fighting, you physically fighting with these people is going to get you hurt. It's going to get you in trouble because the best way to fight something like this is to ignore it. The best way to fight something is to get above what it is that you're trying to fight. I, and I want to go back to these contracts as an example. One of the things that happens to you and you don't even know it is let's say you get an IRS order in the mail and it says that, hey, you owe us $50,000. And you take that because you don't, you don't have a defense, you don't think you have a defense, and so you throw that letter in the mail, I mean in the trash. By the very act of you ignoring that order or that that claim that they're trying to make on you you have just agreed that that claim is correct if if you were to call them or let's say i write a letter and say hey i don't owe you fifty thousand dollars i don't know where you got this this number you have again agreed to the contract that they just sent to you the only difference is that you're arguing the amount you're saying the contract's valid but the amount must be wrong and so now they're going to take you to court or have, have a negotiation about the amount. And so you have to be very careful about the things, the responses that you're giving to these people because you can recontract yourself by just a few words that you use or in this example, no words whatsoever. And the only way that you're going to know this is to learn, to read, to understand what we are up against. We have a system that is in front of us that has been completely set up legally. 
And that's something you really need to get in your head. We, I, even me, I've gone through life thinking that, you know, we're, our constitution is being abused and that we're, you know, we have no protections and, and all this stuff. The fact of the matter is, and it's something that all the reading and all the research that I have done in, in the last uh, months, I, I've come to realize the fact that our legal system and our constitution is completely intact. The problem is that we have been contracted and we're too stupid to go read and understand what that means. And so when you go to court, a good example is Erwin Schiff. He's an old-time tax protester. They ended up putting him in jail, and everybody that was watching the court case walked away and said, oh, my God, they, they, have, they have done away with the Constitution. Erwin Schiff knew the Constitution inside and out. He, there's no way you would want to get in a constitutional argument with that guy, but they never did. They never even let him talk about the constitution in the, in his own court case. And everybody was like, Oh my God, this is a perfect example of them abusing the constitution and ignoring our rights. But they didn't get it. What happened during the Irwin Schiff case is that the, the court was in court arguing about a contract Erwin Schiff was in that contract. He had bank accounts. He had all of the stuff that they use, these, the road that I built in my example. They laid all that stuff out for us. They laid it all out, and they said, here, please use it. And by you never disagreeing or even bringing up an issue of, hey, I'm going to use this road, but I want to be on record that I'm using it under duress because there are no other roads and you won't let me build any other roads. So you're making me use your road, and that's the only reason that I'm using your road. I don't want to use your currency. You don't even have a currency. You have a debt note. I don't want to use this, but you won't let me create any other alternative, and therefore I have to use that particular debt note. So we have got to start learning the system and getting rid of our fear. So that, And the only way to get rid of the fear is to know, the, to know what you're up against. You've got to study the information and know who you're talking to. You don't need, in fact, if you hire an attorney to, to defend you, you're already in the system. You're already admitting your slavehood, and you're already admitting that, that you're going to have to participate in the, in the system along with their rules and their contracts. So the, the main point of this podcast is to, is to make sure that you guys understand that you're never going to fix our government. You're never going to fix your own lives until you learn the rules of the system that we're actually in because the Constitution is not what we're fighting against or fighting for. That Constitution is there to limit the federal government to, and, and the state governments to, for taking advantage of us in, in ways that, that we don't allow. It is not there to protect our rights. And so what, what ends up happening is because of all these contracts and because of our complete and utter ignorance, again, which is what we're going to try to get through in these podcasts, that is what is making us slaves. So get over your fear, learn what the system is, and follow along with us, and we're going to try to educate everybody as best we can because the only way we're going to get out of this is together.